You're listening to Inside Out. Inside Out with Tim Gilligan is a podcast providing weekly biblical insight to encourage you on your walk with God. What you do day by day takes you to your future. And most of the time, the greatest fruit in your life is cultivated through the small spiritual disciplines you exercise on a consistent basis. This podcast is meant to help you live a life that is happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed. And now, let's get ready for Pastor Tim. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, welcome to Inside Out. Thank you for joining me uh, for this podcast. And uh, hey, we are off to a good start in a new year, and I hope that your new year truly is going well. And uh, I pray that you approach this year with, with faith, with some hope, just some optimism. I know it's uncertain days, crazy days, a lot of things just changing uh, so fast, and life just naturally is filled with change and sometimes disappointment and so forth. Um, but just you know, bear in mind that's part of life, and I believe that we are in a season where all of those things are accelerating, uh, but we just need to keep our minds our hearts, our eyes on our timeless, unchanging God, His unchanging truths, and know that the bottom line is He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. And uh, so I want to talk today in this episode about the idea of holy ground, holy ground. And I think that we can find holy ground um, in the midst of crazy rapidly changing times and days and situations. And uh, let's just dial in on this a little bit with our hearts and our minds. Let me go back into the book of Exodus, chapter 3, and where we first uh, begin to see this concept, this uh, activity of what would be called holy ground. So I'll read a few verses for you here. In Exodus 3, beginning in verse 1, it says, Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked, and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Hear that again. The bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. That's unusual. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside. Now grab a hold of those two words. That's our key. I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he, that Moses turned aside, there it is again, to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he, Moses said, here I am. Then he, God said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet for the place where you stand is holy ground. Now, holy ground, this ground was holy, um, not necessarily permanently. Often the whole concept of holy ground is kind of in the moment. It's for an event, for a purpose. And so this ground, realize this, this is in the desert. Moses is on the backside of the desert. Uh, He's at a place called Mount Horeb, also called Sinai, which literally in the Old Testament Hebrew means dry or desolate. And 
now this burning bush that's not being consumed, he turns aside to see it. Uh, but this ground and this dry, desolate, remote place, God now says is holy ground. And, and here's the key, the principle. This was holy ground because of God's presence. So let's apply that to 2023. Uh, it could be dry, desolate, and remote. You may have times, seasons, events of your life, settings of your life, relationships in your life, uh, projects of your life that just seem, this is like the desert, is dry, desolate, remote. Realize that even that can become a place that could be holy. You know, holy moment, holy ground, and what makes it holy is not that everything is great and everything is just pristine and picture perfect. What makes it holy ground is God's presence. And you need to know that throughout this year, in any setting, relationship, event, whatever would be going on, that God's presence is available to us. Let's look at a couple of things here. This bush was burning, but not being consumed. And I believe God did that first just to get Moses' attention, um, because that's an unusual thing. Not necessarily unusual that a bush would be burning, but that it would be burning and not being consumed. Second reason I think that God used this burning bush speaks to Moses' purpose. So, it's burning as a statement, as a sign, as something that he would always remember, because I believe that this bush represented Israel. Israel at that time was in captivity to Egypt, and this bush is burning but not being consumed, and I believe that's a, a sign, a memorable sign and statement to Moses that Israel, though enveloped in the, uh, the flames of hardship and cruelty and oppression by, uh, by the Egyptians, Israel would not be consumed by the Egyptians. And then right after that is when God called Moses to be a deliverer and to go and deliver Israel out of Egypt. And this burning bush would be a reference point for him, a visual unusual, I mean dramatic, that he would never forget that moment, the symbolism and the statement of that moment. So that's another thing that can come out of a holy moment is God will impress something upon you and God will also call you to something. So God set this up. Now, this is where it comes to you. God set this up specific to Moses, but I believe that God can set up holy moments and holy ground that is specific to you, even in the middle of a dry, desolate, isolated, mundane, even treacherous place in life. I still believe you can find some holy ground. I still believe that you can find some holy moments. And the key, as I stated earlier, is Moses turned aside. He turned aside to see this, and then God spoke. And I believe that if you turn aside to see, you're also going to hear. We see that pattern in, the, in this. So Moses turned aside to see, and God spoke to him, and things changed, and his purpose kicked in. And for you, for me, we need to turn aside and see. And I believe that God will speak. I believe that we're going to hear and know something from God. 
and things will change. Now, I want to make a point of this. Holy ground is a time, it's a place, it's an interaction with God's presence, and it can be anywhere. It can be anywhere. Moses' case, it was in the desert. In our life, think about it. It could be in a, you know, symbolically a desert, figuratively a desert. It, it could be in a quiet place, your quiet time in the, in the morning before God. It could be in the waiting room, uh, you know, at the doctor's office. It could be in a hospital room. Uh, it can be in the airport or on a plane. Uh, you're out for a walk. You're on a drive. You're working in your garden. I believe that it can happen anywhere. It can be anywhere. Um, and then let me mention church. Church should be a place of holy moments and holy ground. Think about church. It's designed. It's dedicated just for this. And some places are going to be easier to find holy moments and holy ground. Church would be a place, um, a time and place that you set apart for personal devotions with God. That's going to be an easier place to to get that. But you know what? Even in the middle of uh, a busy day, if you will turn aside, um, even you're driving, you're working, you're doing what, if you turn aside, I still believe that there could be holy moments and holy ground to happen in that place, even in some difficult places. I, I won't go into the whole story here, but a number of years ago, I got injured pretty bad. I actually broke my back, crushed my arm. I'm in the hospital. I'm in the trauma unit. I'm waiting surgery. I'm in the worst pain of my life. Um, they're doing what they can to help me, and I'm waiting and waiting for surgery because you don't schedule trauma surgery. If another trauma comes in, they might go ahead of you if it's a worse trauma. And so um, just the worst situation I can ever remember in my life. But I had some holy moments because in those moments from my heart, from deep down in my pain and uh all my questions and what's going on and what's going to happen, I had some holy moments because in my heart and my mind, I turned aside to God, and uh, He comforted me and assured me and just brought peace. So here's my point. That holy moment, that holy ground can happen anywhere if you'll just turn aside. Realize this, that God's presence is everywhere. He's omnipresent. God is everywhere present at the same time. But God is not everywhere present in the same way. Neither are you. So if you're in a setting where you're welcomed, as opposed to a setting where you are ignored, you're going to respond differently. So when we welcome God, when we invite God, He is present, He is there, and who knows, you might find a holy moment, uh, some holy ground that could be life-changing, could be so helpful, and be a blessing and healing in your life. Think about this today, and no matter what's going on, remember that God is with you. He'll never leave you, never forsake you. Turn aside from things, and you might just have a holy moment or two today, some holy ground. Well, I hope that you'll think about this. I hope that you'll seek this, and I hope you'll join me again next time for Inside Out. I pray that you have an awesome week, and I pray that your week is filled with holy ground. Bless you. I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Inside Out. If this content has been helpful to you, it would mean a lot if you'd leave a review or share this with others on social media. For more teachings and resources, you can visit Meadowbrook Church online at mbcocala.com. 
And if you have any questions for the podcast, you can send an email to podcast at mbcocala.org. That's all for today. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Out with Tim Gilligan.